Good morning, friends. I am so happy that you could join us for another morning as we are going through our Bible study. I hope you have been enjoying it because I myself am loving the presentations. I'm loving how God is leading and opening up our minds as to diet and the mind. As I told you yesterday, you cannot afford to miss any morning. If you would have missed a morning, it should have been yesterday. But I'm so happy that you're joining us today as we continue our presentations. Today, this morning, is going to be a very interesting one. So stick around as we go and continue the topic diet on the mind but before i jump into it bow your heads with me as i pray father in heaven i want to thank you so much for your words lord you want us to be healthy that we can give glory to you tonight teach us once more it's my prayer in jesus precious name amen Amen. So we looked at, for those that would have missed yesterday, we looked at the glory of God and we found out that the glory of God we should eat and drink to God's glory. And we also asked the question, what are some of the things that we should eat and drink that brings glory to God? But first we look at what not to eat and drink. And we we looked at sodas, caffeinated drinks with uh, caffeine and laced with sugar and all these things, artificial juices that, that does nothing really for us health-wise. It rob, actually robs the body of the, the, the vigor and the virtue that we should use to give God glory. So there's a very interesting quote from the book, Councils on Diet. Yes, it's from our, our prophetess, Sister Auntie Ellen G. White. Councils on Diet, page 327, paragraph one. It says, speaking about sugar, it says sugar is not good for the stomach it causes fermentation and this clouds the brain and brings perviciousness in the disposition so notice now we found out with this quotation that sugar is not good it causes the stomach to ferment the food that you eat and when the food that you eat is fermented it clothes the brain no brothers and sisters do we see what the devil is doing or what the devil wants us to do rather in terms of eating and drinking in such a way that will not bring glory to god because if we put things in our body that cause our minds to be beclouded, remember, this is where God speaks to us. 
this is where our frontal lobe is located the place where decisions are made and so it's very important for our brains not to be clouded but but to be free that that god through his holy spirit can speak to us let us continue caffeines are some of the things that should not be taken into the system chocolate green teas black teas all these are have in uh, caffeine that mess with the nervous system and anything that that mess with the physical machinery of of how god created the body to work that can never be good for us so these are some of the things we should stay away from because it does not allow us to give glory to god now another quotation from the book miss ministry of healing page 326 paragraph 2 that's ministry of healing page 326 paragraph 2 it says tea and coffee do not nourish the system the continual use of these nerve irritants is followed by headaches wakefulness palpitation of the heart indigestion trembling and many other evils for they wear away the life forces so this is literally saying to us that these things that we take into our body it wear away the life forces in other words as the bible says in romans chapter 12 and verse 1 it says beloved i beseech you by the mercies of god that he present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service so just imagine friends we using these things that that cause headache and and wakefulness and palpitation of the heart we are not giving god a good sacrifice we are giving him what we call a lame sacrifice we are offering ourselves as a lamb with spot and blemish because by our acts of eating and drinking we are wearing away our life forces just think about it and god doesn't want us to do that brothers and sisters god wants us to be revived god wants our minds to be clear god wants us to be quick that when his spirit speak to us we can hear and so there's a lot of things we have to go through our closet and remove from it because those things are not good for us also alcoholic beverage you know them the beer and the guineas and the ray and his nephew and and all these things that 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 clouds the mind just to say put us 
out of our senses and and let us act in a way that is in not in accordance with god's will as a matter of fact the bible tells us the bible says to us that wine is a mocker strong drink is raging and they that are deceived by it is not wise the bible also tells us that it is not good Oh, let me well. It is not good for us to drink wine, nor princes strong drink. Lest when he drink, he forget the law and pervert justice. It's dear friends, it's, it's, it's right in the work, word of God. God wants our minds to be clear. He wants us to be in a state wherein through His Holy Spirit, God can speak to us. He can speak to our mind. So many people will tell you that a little wine is good for the stomach. But it is not strong drink, my friends. As a matter of fact, the Bible wants us to be temperate in all things. And one thing I know that temperance teaches us, it teaches us, brothers and sisters, to use in moderation those things that are good and discard things that are bad for us. That is it, brothers and sisters. That is what true temperance is. And if we strive it for the mastery, if we want to be where Jesus wants us to be, we have to be temperate in all things. Now, I touch another thing. The meats, chicken, and a fish, and pork, and oxtail, and lobster, and crab, and sea fish, all these things are not good for us. And the Bible lets us know that when, when God created man, he, he gave us the perfect diet. Right there in Eden, the Edenic diet, I call it, brothers and sisters, where Adam and Eve's diet was, was mainly of fruits and nuts and grains and seeds and beans, all these things. And then after sin, God allowed man to eat flesh meat. But it was not the best thing, my friends. God just allowed it because the vegetation was destroyed. But once the vegetation was restored, God would want men to go back to the original plan. And we can look at the genealogy, we can look at the lifespan, that persons before the flood live longer than persons after the flood, because after the flood they ate a largely meat-based diet. But even if you do eat flesh meat, the Bible gives us some guidelines on, on how we should eat these meats. In Leviticus 3 and verse 17, it says, It shall be a perpetual statue for your generations throughout all your dwellings 
that he eat neither fat nor blood. So even if you eat meat, which you should not be doing at this time, the Bible tells us that the fat should be removed and the blood should also be removed. Now, for those that are listening, if you if you eat chicken and uh, from KFC, you would you would have understand, or from Burger King or a McDonald's or or all these fast food companies, you would have understood that you can see the the blood in it because the the process of removing the blood from chicken or from flesh meat is called kosherization and so many people today they are not they are not uh they are not drawn to the flesh meat itself but they are actually drawn to the blood you see it's the blood that gives the meat the flavor and so that is why when when someone uh is is eating like a piece of chicken they would grind the bone to powder because they are trying to get all that flavor out of it that is in the bone they are trying to to get the best taste which and that is why many people like the the bony part of chicken it's no coincidence my brothers it's the blood that that god said hear me do not partake of this. But I want to ask the question today, this morning. If we go against the guideline that God gives us, as a matter of fact, let me say this first. Why did God tell us this? That we should not eat fat or blood. You see, brothers and sisters, when a, when a meat when an when a, when a animal or even a human being is infected, the disease can be found in the blood. And that is why if you should go to the doctor right now, what they would do if you, if you tell them that you're sick, they would do first what we call a blood test. To find out what, what sickness you have because it shows up in your blood and God in his infinite wisdom, how he created this world and created the animals and created mankind, knew that this would be the case. So he said, hear me, my special people, it shall be a perpetual statue throughout all your generation, not just for the Jews. But all God's people that they eat neither fat nor blood. And tonight we will stop here because tomorrow we're going to dive a bit deeper. I thank you for joining me this morning. Bow your heads with me as I pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for teaching us. Thank you so much for showing us your words and and guiding us the way that we should go bless us now as we tell thee thanks in jesus precious name amen may you have a wonderful day and may you take these into consideration as we continue to study the word of god remember if you miss any day it should have been today you cannot afford to miss tomorrow 
May God bless you, Maranatha.